Welcome to Life Words Day by Day. In the devotional booklet, Our Daily Bread, it once told the story of the pioneer evangelist Peter Cartwright, who'd spent 70 years in the work of the Lord and always preached the Word of God without fear. Well, one Sunday, he was asked to speak at a church in the southern part of the United States. And during the song, just before the message, the pastor of the church leaned over and whispered to him that Andrew Jackson had just entered the sanctuary. And he cautioned Cartwright to be very careful of what he said so that he wouldn't offend their famous guest. The evangelist, however, was determined not to compromise the truth. He also knew that great leaders needed the Lord just as much as anyone. And so he boldly proclaimed the gospel. And about halfway through his sermon, he said, I understand that Andrew Jackson is present in the congregation today. If he doesn't repent of his sins and accept Christ as his personal Savior, he will be just as lost as anyone else who has never asked God for his forgiveness. Instead of becoming angry, Jackson admired the preacher for his courage. He listened with keen interest to the message and felt such deep conviction that after the service, Cartwright was able to lead him to the Lord. And from that moment on, the two became the best of friends. The fear of man should never keep us from speaking out for Christ. The gospel is a powerful message and the indwelling Holy Spirit will impart power to our words. Holy boldness is needed and if we trust Christ, holy boldness will be given. So in our text in Acts chapter 17, Paul's going from town to town, not under the influence of man, but under the influence of reverence for God. And in Acts 17, he goes from Thessalonica to Berea, preaching Christ, seeing different reactions to the gospel. He sees people come to Christ in Thessalonica, but he's eventually banned from the city. He sees a greater following in Berea because the Jews there took time to study their scriptures to verify what Paul was preaching. But even there, people show up from Thessalonica and disrupt the ministry. And here's what they said when Paulus and Silas came. Acts chapter 17, verse 6. These men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. Well, here's the truth. Paul and Silas were setting the world right side up. The world's been turned upside down by sin and Satan. So when Paul and Silas come along preaching the gospel, espousing fear of God rather than fear of man, they were actually setting the world right side up. And that's what we need more of. So after Berea... Paul leaves Timothy and Silas in Berea, and then he heads to Athens by himself. What a perfect time to take a break from ministry, to relax, to get your bearings on this whole ministry approach of preaching, and then add to that the prestige that was found in Athens. Athens was the epicenter of philosophy, having produced Socrates and Aristotle some centuries before. And the architecture there was intimidating with gargantuan temples and sophisticated people. There's said to have been one statue that stood so large that the person in the statue that was holding a spear, that the tip of the spear could be seen 40 miles away. That's a pretty impressive place. If you were one who thought people were big and God was small, you might mind your own business and just walk around the city gazing at all of this. But that was not Paul. In his mind and heart, God was big and people were small. So now you can see why we say that in Paul's mind that Christ was 
all. What's the result in your life when God is big and people are small? Well, there's three things that we see happen in this text. And the first one is that we see things differently. I want you to notice in that text that Paul, instead of seeing all of the beautiful features around him, it says that he sees the people's idols. When God is big and people are small, you see things differently. And that's what Paul saw when he went to Athens. What do you see whenever you walk around your city? When you pray today, remember Dennis Lopez and his family, our missionaries in Honduras. And also remember the French-African broadcast heard all around Africa. Africa.